Welcome to Profit First Nation, the official podcast for entrepreneurs who are operating their businesses in the zone of permanent profitability. I'm Mike Michalowicz, the author of Profit First, and now here's your Profit First Nation guide, Daniel Mulvey. Welcome to Profit First Nation, the podcast for the top 17% of entrepreneurs with cash in the bank to correlate to their profitability. Profit First Nation is the podcast for intelligent entrepreneurs who have taken ownership of their financials and leveraged Profit First as a cash management system to make their businesses permanently profitable. I am Danielle Mulvey, an expert at guiding entrepreneurs on owning their financials in as little as 11 minutes per day and doing Profit First right. If you are a fan of Profit First and its author, Mike Michalowicz, you have found your tribe. We are a nation of successful entrepreneurs driven to be permanently profitable with a grit and a growth mindset that lets no obstacle stand in our way in pursuit of the three P's, passion, profit, and play. On Profit First Nation, we dive into advanced profit first strategies and we share the honest and authentic ups and downs of being a business owner. Today's episode is episode number 70. So an episode ending in zero means it's time to answer your questions. Our first three questions actually come from Keith, a listener. Question number one, what is the difference between profit and owner's comp? Well, Keith, from a profit first standpoint, Owner's comp is what the owner takes from the business in order to support their four core needs, housing, clothing, food, and transportation. Profit is a reward above and beyond that compensation that covers the four needs. Profit is the extra bonus money for your lifestyle and the money that we use to celebrate. We use profit distributions to take that vacation to pay cash for that new car. Especially if you're a subchapter S corporation, you have to pay yourself a regular salary. You can't just be taking all of your quote compensation as distributions. So depending upon the structure in the way that your entity is formed will dictate certain aspects. But the idea of the owner's comp is that you have a dedicated account and you are prioritizing making sure that you are paying yourself for being an employee of the business that you own because so many, so many entrepreneurs fail to pay themselves consistently or even fail to pay themselves at all. So it's just this constant struggle and and, and you end up kind of needing some cash. So you take a quote distribution from the company, um, but that's really not a profit distribution. That's money that you took out of the company because you need cash to pay your mortgage or to go to the grocery store and such. So we're really trying to help you here with these accounts and with this delineation to understand that you need to be paying yourself for working in your business. So we're going to allocate a percent of the income to owner's pay. And that is how you think of paying yourself in your business. Um, And we want to get that to a, a regular consistent amount and maybe even increase that over time. So you're paying yourself fair market value for the labor that you're putting into your business. And then the profit, those distributions are, you know, that that kind of 
that bonus, that reward, that that money that, you know, is is what you get to use to celebrate in your business. So ideally, you know, yes, we prioritize profit first in the order, but you're going to need to be also paying yourself first. So that's why we say, you know, if you haven't been consistently paying yourself, then, you know, start by just allocating 1% to profit. That puts you on the path of permanent profitability, 1% to profit. And then make sure that you're getting to, you know, the target allocation percentage over time that you can manage to get to for your owner's comp, because that's the money that you need to be making on a consistent basis so that you have less stress in your life and you have money to pay your mortgage and buy food and put clothes on your backs. So um, hopefully that uh, answers that question there completely. But we will talk about this a little bit later on in that episode as well, because we did get a lot of questions on this topic. Keith's question number two is, after all seven accounts are set up and you are transferring funds from profit and tax at your primary bank to your profit hold and tax hold accounts at your inconvenient bank, does that mean your profit and tax at your primary bank will have a zero balance after the transfer? Am I transferring all the funds from those primary accounts to the no temptation accounts? Great question. Ding, 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 ding. You are totally correct, Keith. Yes, the profit and tax accounts at your primary bank will have a zero balance. However, just make sure your bank doesn't close or charge for accounts with a zero balance. So if you have to keep a minimum of, let's just say, $100 in your accounts at your primary bank to keep those accounts from being closed, then that's fine. Then when you do your sweeps from your primary bank to your inconvenient bank, sweep the whole balance from the profit to the profit hold account at the inconvenient bank, less $100 because you leave that $100 balance in that profit account at the primary bank to make the bank happy and keep the accounts from being closed, especially for businesses, you know, realtors, you guys aren't doing allocations on a consistent schedule. Maybe you're doing allocations every time you have a closing and for other businesses that are in the startup phase or you know you're only doing your allocations once a month then you know that's where you kind of have to maybe just be cognizant of keeping a small balance in those accounts at all times so the bank doesn't close those accounts. Keith's final question after you transfer funds from your income account into your four accounts at the primary bank allocating to profit, owners comp, tax, and operating expenses, does that also mean that your income account will carry a zero balance as well until more revenue is created? Well, you are a superstar, Keith. Yes, you are totally correct. Again, your balance in your income account will go to zero dollars after you've made all of your allocations. As with the profit and tax accounts, though, you want to make sure that your bank doesn't close or charge for accounts with a zero balance. And also, if you have credit card processing fees, you want to keep enough money in that income account to cover those fees getting withdrawn automatically. So, you know, most likely the credit card processor is dumping your your sales, the money that you make into that income account but they're also taking a portion out 
to cover those fees. So you will want to maybe just, you know, understand what kind of cushion you need to leave in that income account. So when you do your allocations, let's just say for easy math, let's say there's $10,000 in your income account and your credit card processing fees usually average 250 bucks. Um, or if it's a percentage of the of the income that's come in, then you can use that percentage. So what you would do is you would deduct that amount that you're going to leave in the account, you know, kind of on paper. And let's just say you have $10,000 in that income account, you're going to leave $250 in there to cover the processing fees. So your actual income amount that you're going to do your allocation percentages on is going to be 10,000 minus 250. So that's going to mean that you are going to leave $9,750 as the amount that you do your allocations off of, because we're going to just leave that 250. It's a nominal amount. So yes, it's an operating expense. Yes, it gets calculated as an operating expense in your financials. This is Profit First, a cash management system. So this is how we're going to manage the cash. And it doesn't mean that it's not being accounted for in operating expenses. It is accounted for in operating expenses when you reconcile your accounts at the bank in your accounting software. All right. I know sometimes this gets a little bit like, you know, who's on first, what's on second, but just stick with it. And just, you know, I'm going to keep reminding you guys that Profit First is a cash management system and you still have your bookkeeping and the accounting and your software, you're reconciling your accounts. So, you know, things are getting put in the proper boxes in that software. All right. So our next question is from Kim F. Hi, Danielle. I have a question. In one chapter, when coming up with percentages, it says to count distributions that you have taken as profit. However, in the next chapter, it says to count distributions as compensation. I'm not sure which I should be using them for when calculating my percentages. Thanks, Kim F. All right. Well, hey, Kim, thanks for the question. It can get a little confusing. And, you know, again, that's, I just mentioned this, it's sort of that who's on first routine when it comes to the terminology thrown about allocations, distributions, and so it sounds like you are trying to determine your starting or your instant assessment percentages. So here's the deal for all of y'all on that. If prior to profit first, you've been paying yourself a regular consistent salary, then you already have the owner's comp working in some fashion in your current financials and you can determine what that percentage is. If you have not been taking a regular salary and have just been taking distributions out of the company, that is where we need to dive into what's kind of become a lump category for you. Because essentially, you've been taking distributions instead of owner's compensation or salary to pay the bills at home. And that's fine, but I'm sure it's been a little bit stressful too. Wouldn't you rather prefer to pay yourself a regular salary for your owner's comp that you get automatically deposited into your personal account on every payday? With Profit First, we are going to put clarity to this ambiguous distribution category that you've been using to pay yourself to cover you know, your, your necessities, but you've also probably used the monies from that distributions to treat yourself. 
So when you use one account to pay yourself and reward yourself, those lines are blurred. Are you taking too much in reward and putting a cash strain on your business? Since it sounds like you've been using distribution for owner's comp as well as for profit or reward, you will need to look at that total dollar amount in that category for the 12-month prior period that you're using to determine your instant assessment percentages. So let's say that totals $50,000 out of $100,000 in real revenue. So you've taken $50,000 in distributions and you've had $100,000 in real revenue. So 50% has been taken as owner's pay and profit because it all came out of that distribution account. Okay, so this $50,000, how much of it went towards taking care of your four core needs, housing, clothing, food, and transportation. So let's say out of that $50,000, that amount totaled $49,000. $49,000 divided by the total real revenue of $100,000 equals 49%. So the remaining $1,000 out of that $50,000 in distributions in the year prior was spent on, let's just say, a weekend getaway. So that was your reward or what you did with your profit. So $1,000 divided by the real revenue total of $100,000 equals 1%. So 1% is your instant assessment percentage for profit. And 49% is your instant assessment percentage for owner's comp. Again, if you've been living off the distributions you have taken from the company prior to implementing profit first, that amount actually is the sum of owner's comp and profit. So we just need to break it out that way in order for you to really get the amounts dialed in correctly because you need consistency and alignment of priorities. Profit is for reward and building the business. And yes, it comes first. And if it's 1% to start, that is significant because you are on the path to permanent profitability with that 1%. But you also have to pay yourself. If you don't have a place to sleep, clothes on your back, food on the table, a way to get to your company, you will be useless to your business. So the next priority is owner's comp and getting you paid a consistent salary. And that's what we're doing here with this profit first the instant assessment, having these categories delineated and prioritizing them in the specific order of profit, owner's comp, tax, and operating expenses. All right, Danielle, thanks for this quick question. I have three different businesses. Would I need to set up the five different bank accounts for each business or can I create a tax account and each business puts their allocation in the same tax account? and likewise the profit and owner's pay. From Jim T. Okay, well, congrats on being on the path to permanent profitability, Jim. And I love the fact that you have three entities. That means all of your eggs don't sound like they're in the same basket. So love that strategy that you're working there. And this is a great question. But since you have three distinct entities, you do have to have those profit and tax accounts for each entity for proper accounting purposes. When the monies come out of your company, profit comes out as an owner's distribution and tax also comes out as an owner's distribution. 
Um, now, we've talked about this on other episodes. You know, you could have owner's distribution hyphen profit, owner's distribution hyphen tax, so you can kind of see it in your financials of how much money came out for what purpose. But the monies that come out of your entities, um, they are then deposited into a single personal account. So um, you've got to keep your business account separate and your personal account is where you can commingle those funds. But you know, if, if you're allocating from like the Acme business, your first business, the Acme business, when you do your allocations, you need to allocate to those entities' accounts. And then when you take those profit distributions, that's when you can take that money from the Acme entity and put it into your single personal account. But on your allocation days, you can't just take the profit money from one account and from the Acme business and put it into the profit hold account at um, the uh, Bison business, all right? You've got to keep those entities very distinct, very separate. You don't commingle funds. You only, you know, when you bring the money out of the businesses, then you can put them into a single personal account, all right? Um, And with owner's pay, the same applies. You allocate within each entity to that specific owner's pay account. And when owner's pay comes out of your entities, that compensation can be deposited into a single personal account. But, you know, for, for IRS compliance, for all these reasons, you have to keep the monies and the accounts distinct within each entity. The true magic of Profit First is literally the multiple accounts the small plates for each business. Those allocation percentages and the corresponding dollars based on the income balance on allocation day will really tell you exactly how healthy each of your businesses is from a cash and a value to owner perspective, all right? So it's it's not a big deal. I mean, having multiple accounts adds a couple minutes Um, more literally just like three minutes more a month to reconcile those additional accounts. It is not a big deal. Okay. So don't make it more than it is. It's not a big deal. It takes three minutes to add these additional accounts and do the reconciliations at the end of the month. You're not adding a tremendous amount of work at all, but you are gaining tremendous clarity. Okay. So our next question is, hi, I have only read the first half of the book and am a bit confused. As a new business, do I take 1% from all income to profit account and then take 50% for owner's comp and then 15% for taxes? This leaves me 30% to cover my bills. Just want to make sure I'm understanding correctly. So the math doesn't seem to add up there, but we'll, we'll we'll, we'll get past that. So, um, Peter, what you want to do is if you're a new startup business, if you've had any history with things, we kind of need to, you need to do an instant assessment. If you haven't started the business yet, then, you know, we recommend if you haven't started a business yet, start the business at the target allocation percentages. If you've already like had some transactions, things have been going and such, then you need to start with the instant assessment You need to see where you are, where are your current percentages in terms of profit, owner's pay, tax, and operating expenses. 
it sounds like you're not in a position that your expenses, you know, obviously are higher than the what 30% you're saying here to cover your bills. So it's this fine balance of recognizing that, oh my gosh, you know, if my target is 30% for operating expenses and I'm at 50% for operating expenses, well, there, my friend, is your profit. And money you should be paying yourself and owners pay and money should be setting aside in taxes is in that 20%. You're paying 50% in operating expenses when maybe you could be doing 30%. And um, remember, there's only two ways to increase profitability, increase margin and decrease expenses. So this whole process of implementing profit first, I mean, once you get the account set up, once you determine your allocation days, once you've done your instant assessment, then you know that what the key next step is to start looking at your expenses and how can you cut expenses because that is going to help you when you cut expenses where does that money go that money goes to your other accounts including profit and that is how you increase your profitability so it sounds to me like there is a tremendous opportunity for you here to really dig into your expenses and determine you know what is your ideal target allocation percentage for uh, operating expenses. Yes, we have the chart in the book. It's available everywhere. Uh, You can just Google it if you want easy access to it. So you would Google profit first and target allocation percentages. And those target allocation percentages were developed based off of a study that Mike did of over a thousand profitable businesses and based off their real revenue, kind of what their averages were in terms of their um, percentages of profit, owners pay tax and operating expenses. Now, let's say that um, in the target allocation percentage chart, it says 30% is where you should be based off of your real revenue. Well, you know, I mean, it, it doesn't mean that you're a failure if you can't get to 30%. If your sweet spot is really 35%, okay, then it's 35% and you make it work. But what we see most often is that you know, people's operating expenses is like job of the hut in their business and just consuming any cash in their business and quote, calling it operating expenses, meaning there's little to nothing left for profit. So this is an opportunity for you to really look at those operating expenses. In fact, I was just speaking to um, a listener, shout out to Courtney in Iowa. We were talking yesterday and she uh, had a quick question. And then she told me that, uh, They were actually going through the expense cutting exercise and um, they were just going to be saving $17,000 per year because they were canceling their phone book, the Yellow Pages ad. And awesome. Like, you know, it's just like these things just creep up and just because people, you know, it, it was kind of, I think, automatically billed. No one was paying attention to it. That bill was getting paid every year. I mean, do they even produce a phone book anymore? I don't know, but they were paying $17,000 a year to be listed in a phone book and no one was calling them based off the phone book. They're getting most of their calls from Google and other sources. So boom, $17,000 saved right there. So it's really, really important. And this is what Profit First helps you do is it helps you contain those expenses, put Jabba the Hutt on a diet. Your bank account is not no longer his all-you-can-eat buffet of cash. So... That is our recommendation there. Thank you so much for uh, connecting with us and sending us these questions. Love to answer them. 
you can go to ProfitFirstNation.com and click on contact. And there um, you can connect with a Profit First professional. You can also um, submit a question that I'm happy to answer. We also try to answer those questions when they come in as quickly as possible. So you don't have to wait for an episode. We'll, 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 we'll email you back the answer to your question. But I really, these questions are great. They help me bring more content to you. Um, because if you have a question and you take the time to send it to us in an email, then I know that you are helping no less than a hundred other entrepreneurs who likely have the exact same question. So thank you so much for participating and making this interactive and fun. And it is such a pleasure to serve you. I really, really enjoy recording this podcast. And thank you guys so much for your support. We've got some exciting things on the horizon, um, a new website, more organization, and just really cool stuff. And thank you for making this all a possibility. Cheers to another profitable day, my entrepreneurial friend. Profit First Nation website, related podcasts, and resources are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, accounting, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional.